Pipe Man here on the Adventures Pipe Man W4CY Radio, and I'm here with... Skating Polly, hello. Nice. <laughs> I'm Kelly. I'm Peyton. All right, and first of all, right off the bat, what I love is... Okay, so my brother was just saying something the other day. He goes, you know, I noticed something. You always, like, kind of match your hair with your sun- sunglasses and your shoes and this and that. And that's you guys. You guys are like... <laughs> You got you got the hair matching the shoes and the sunglasses and you too. So like we're like kindred spirits here. Yeah, I actually really like like near matching, like matching that doesn't actually match. That's my favorite thing. Like re- eight different tones of red in an outfit. Nice. Yeah. I like it. I like it. So let's tell our listeners about you guys, and not from a genre standpoint, because I hate when ours are boxed into a genre. But kind of describe your music from an artist standpoint. Well, we actually made up our own genre to describe our music, and I we call it that. ugly pop. What do you call it? Ugly pop. Oh, I love that. You know why I love that? Because a lot of interviews, we'll have fun with this, and I'll have mm-hmm. the band like name their own genre because they're so ridiculous yeah. nowadays. And there's another band that I've interviewed a few times, but I interviewed them last week. They're called GFM. Okay. And so they were named Beauty Core. Nice. I like it. Right? So I like the name of your genre there. That's good then. Yeah, so I, I would describe our music like um, just off kilter and kinetic and wild and intense, but also pretty sweet and sugary and melodic. How would you describe it? Yeah, that about gets it down, I think. <laughs> we like kind of, we love to switch from like so intimate and quiet and, and, and light to just full ferocious growl and, and stomp around and chaos. See, I do love that and I'll tell you why. I think a lot of kids are missing stuff nowadays with this track, track, track mentality because you can start off a song mm-hmm. and it's like mellow and kind of fooling you and then boom, hit somebody in the face. But yeah. if you're only listening for 10 seconds, you might not get to that point. Yeah. <laughs> No, totally. Like I, I'm make we make songs for the sake of the song, not to just g- get the hook right there. You know what I mean? Like I, yeah. I, I every song I craft, I, I try to make it the structure interesting and the yeah, and and try not to worry too much about like is this part going on too long. I try to worry about like, hey, is this needed for the song and the story we're telling? I yeah. love that. Yeah, um, we like to throw twists and turns in there, surprise people sometimes. That's the way it should be, though. Like, you know, like, and as an artist, it would be kind of boring to take this formula, which a lot of bands ne- do course, nowadays. First chorus, first chorus. Yeah, no, it's like, it's funny. Like Peyton was saying with the twists and turns, we 
we try so hard to make our songs like have you know these different parts that it confuses us when we're practicing <laughs> it when we're practicing it we'll be like oh fuck that oh shit like it, when you play that over and over again with these really weird twists and turns it's like hypnotic and it's so hard to remember where you're at in the song i get that way with songs we've been playing for years it's just i'll get lost in it because it's just different every it's just so many different turns in it you, it's so easy to get lost see what i love about that is that means you, it's almost like you're the fan at the same time because what happens when you go to a show you kind of get or listen to a song you kind of get lost in the song yeah. so to me you know, an art, there's artists that go through the motions, and then there's artists that really are just doing it because they just love doing it. And those artists are the ones that get lost in it. Well, yeah, I, I don't know. Like, I think we're, we're releasing a double album next year, and it's kind of like you said, like, it's not, it's kind of just for the sake of that piece. It's not really about, like, single, single, single. And, yeah, it should be pretty cool. Tell us more about that double album. Well, we recorded it with Brad Wood, who did recorded a very famous double album, Exile in Guyville. And he also made our last record, and he also made an EP we did with Baruch Assault. He's just great all around, and I think this album, what's cool about it is that it showcases every different side we have. We just, we just went into every corner and every crevice and unearthed like, oh, and I like this type of music too, and I like this, and Oh, and I feel and I feel that, and we should try this. And that there's so much different songs all over the record. I don't think two songs sound alike, and there's 18 songs. Yeah, we've been we've been working on this. Some of the songs we've had since I mean, since we were kids, yeah. <laughs> and some of them we started working on back when we were finishing up our last record, and. But it's been a long time coming, and the pandemic really put a hold on things. So we're yeah. really, really, really excited to finally get it out there. I love that you're doing a double album because I miss double albums. I know. I I also just like it'll be half a decade since we put out a record, and so I feel like we owe it to our fans. Like we owe this big thing. And yeah, I, Peyton made a good point. Like there are literally songs that we unearthed from when we were children, and we took parts from them and. And then there are songs we wrote the week before we went into the studio. <laughs> Does it trip you out when you go back to like stuff you and you're pulling stuff out of vault from when you were young? And it's like you're here where you are now and it's like you're looking back. It's almost like Ghost of Christmas Past because you're looking into yourself back then. Yeah, you know it's really wild about we had 17 songs and Brad and Brad was said like every single song on this record is very heavy. Like, even if the guitars aren't heavy, then the lyrical subject matter is very heavy or just the, the mood is heavier, you know what I mean? So every single song is heavy. And he was like, you guys need like a replacement, fun, jangly campfire song, like Waitress in the Sky. And I was like, I have nothing like that. Every, I'm a moody little girl, <laughs> like what am I gonna do? And then I, we pulled out, Peyton, it was Peyton's idea. We pulled out a song that literally, there's one live video of us playing it on live. I'm not, I'm not gonna say the name of it yet, but. Like there's one video of us playing it on li live in 2011 and we took it and we turned it into this like family song. And we have like, it, it's just, it's really cool. We have like our parents singing on it, our cousin and That's like friends cool. and family. Our grandma. Yeah. <laughs> We're, I, I'm so excited about it. I think that's way cool. So 
How did your parents and grandma and all that feel when you're like, hey, sing on our album? Well, our our family loves music and they've been so supportive from the get-go. And Peyton's mom actually just, she, she's written songs for a long time. My dad's always loved music and kind of dabbled in songwriting. And they just put out like their own record together. They both have great voices. They both love our band. so. I, I felt dorky asking them, but they were they were really happy to do it. And then what was even weirder was the fact that I was recording them. It's the only song on the record that like we recorded at home, you know? Brad's gonna mix it. But it would be like, Dad, I think you could do a better take. <laughs> oh man, I love it. I love it. That's so cool. Now you have to go on tour together. Oh my gosh, yeah, that's that's what they say. I don't think I don't think they want a tour, but yeah, that would be weird. I don't know if I could do it. <laughs> yeah, that, that would be a little weird, right? I love their record, but I, I, as of now, I don't, I don't want to do a family tour. <laughs> <laughs> I don't blame you. Uh, and you know, it's funny because you'll hear when you hear the interview, my intro is two of my grandkids, and my outro is another grandkid. Aww. Yeah. So it's like I love that stuff. I brought my son in his first mosh pit, and my grandkids in their first mosh pit. Oh my goodness. That's how our family was too. I, I remember going to a mosh pit when I was maybe eight, a Toadies show. Nice. <laughs> with my dad. And I got this extra large shirt that said, Keeping Music Evil, I think is what it said, with the little devil. And I was, I was like eight years old and I was so scared of the mosh pit. And then the second time I saw a mosh pit, I was like, no, I know what to do. This is amazing. <laughs> right, right. The first time I was like, what in the hell is going it was, on? It was really cute because we went in and she was really young and I, I mean, I don't think Seven. either of us had been in a mosh pit at that point. And we were like ready for it. We were like, we're so ready for the mosh pit. We know we're, we're going to have so much fun. And we get in there and we're just like, what is this? <laughs> this is a mosh pit. We also like me and Peyton would go to like local shows at this tiny venue with like a 100 capacity. Right. And me and Peyton would be in the very back, quote unquote, moshing, like just bumping into it. Do you remember that? Just by ourselves. Oh, that's so yeah. fun. I love it. We yeah. were characters. <laughs> oh, I love it. It's so fun. Yeah, yeah, so with my son, I brought him in before it was a Metallica and Slipknot show. Wow. So his first pit was Slipknot. That's insane. <laughs> so before Slipknot starts, I explained to him, I'm like, listen, people are going to shove you and push you. Don't get pissed. It's all in fun. You know, nobody's trying to do anything. Don't start, like, trying to get in a fight or whatever. And then it starts, and I see the look on his face, and I'm like going, chill out. It's a, he looked like he wanted to punch somebody in the face, okay? <laughs> I'm like, chill out. It's cool. And then, like, five minutes later, he had a grin from ear to ear. I'm like, the baton has been passed. Man, I, uh, I really missed moshing. Like, I didn't realize how much I missed it until we went on tour with Together Pangea, and they have the most like crazy crowds and people crowd surf and everything and I was like totally in the pit my white sneakers turned black from being in a mosh pit and I'd, I'd crowd surf and it was just insane it's like this kinetic energy and what was great was like if someone falls everybody helps them up yes it's not like we stomple them to death <laughs> yeah people don't get it you're safer in a mosh pit than you are at a country show <laughs> yeah maybe so I was telling that, I had somebody work for me, okay, and I had to do two festivals at once. I told her, okay, you're going to cover this festival. She had never been to a rock show ever. She was a country girl. 
Yeah, yeah. And I'm and she was scared, you know, like they all are that you know don't know our world. I'm like, listen, you're gonna go there when we're one big family. You're gonna make some new friends. You'll probably meet somebody, and you'll have the time of your life. It won't be like the country shows that you go to where rednecks get drunk and kick the crap out of each other. And that's exactly what I said. And she came back after a weekend. She's like, oh, my God, you were right. Like, I have all these new friends, and I have a new boyfriend now. And she's like, and I have this new favorite band. Do you know them? They're called Bring Me the Horizon. Nice. Right? (laughs) (laughs) That's wild. Yeah, it's funny, like, how mellow bands can sometimes have, like, the meanest fans. Like, me and Peyton are obsessed with Neutral Mulcatel, especially Peyton. We've seen them about ten times all over the country. Peyton's written a song about meeting Jeff Mangum from Neutral Mulcatel. But, like, their fans are jerks. Oh, (laughs) man. One time we were watching them in Ohio or something, and someone pulled out a knife. That's the first time I've ever seen that at a concert. You wouldn't expect that at this, like, beautiful, you know what I mean? Yeah, it was nuts. Yeah, well, you know, it's funny you bring up the knife because when I was, you know, when Suicidal Tendencies was in the beginning, when they were, like, still that gang punk thing, their pits, they used to circle with switchblades. The Suey Boys. Not fun. (laughs) That's scary. Yeah, I was like, yeah, no, I'm out. (laughs) (laughs) Not my crowd. Not my crowd. (laughs) But, you know, here we have, like, you'll have 50, 100,000 people at a festival, and people aren't getting hurt because we're all one big family helping each other. That's yeah. what it's about. Yeah, it really does feel like that. So tell everybody how they can reach out to you on socials, on the web, and most importantly, buy your merch because that's the only way bands survive and artists survive nowadays. Very true. We're Skating Polly on all social media except... TikTok, but we're not on TikTok that much. I'm learning TikTok. Right now it's so which one is Polly is the name because someone had already taken Skating Polly and I'm really used to people asking me and Peyton which one of us is Polly. That's funny. (laughs) And then we're on all of the streaming platforms. The best place to buy merch right now is at one of our shows. We're on tour all across the United States for the rest of this month and part of October. And then once we get back home, people will be able to buy it on our website again. Exactly. It's a very DIY setup we have. We have over 30 music videos. We have five albums out. Please, please, please check us out. Thank you. Oh, man. that's uh, The DIY is always punk. And I also just noticed something right now at the interview that is so punk. Your necklace. Oh, wow. Thank you. Having the safety pin. (laughs) Like, I... I remember I used to wear in my ear like a safety pin or I would have like fish swivels. Well, I feel like now I'm embarrassed because it's actually a safety pin holding together a unicorn necklace. But uh, I, th- I think unicorns are quite see, punk rock too. Yeah, that's punk rock too. But I like the safety pin. I like it too. You I just, like it too. You just started the thing. It's you know? good that it flips around. There you go. I love it. <laughs> Any final words you want to leave our listeners with that we haven't covered already that they need to know? No, just have fun. Listen to songs. I hope you enjoy us. Thank you. thank you for your time. Oh, thank you for giving us great music, and thanks for being on the Adventures of Fight Man. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Adventures of Pipe Man on W4CY Radio.